It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. From the place we affectionately call Peak North, welcome to another episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. And if you like listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, let me know on Twitter. Just hit me up at G-E-E-H-S-O or you can hit me up at Locked on Thunder. Either way, I would just want to know what you're thinking about this podcast, what you want more of, what you want less of, because I'm here to serve you. This is about you getting what you need, not placating my ego, but to placate my ego. If you would listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast in your car, I would be very appreciative of that. So would the Locked on Podcast Network, and all you have to do is ask your smart device to play us in your car, and we're perfect for that drive to work or the drive home or even to that drive to the peak tonight to watch the Miami Heat and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Just ask your smart device to play any of the podcasts in the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up today, we are going to focus a lot on Russell Westbrook, and I'll tell you why it might be damn near impossible for the Thunder to win a championship with Russell Westbrook unless some things drastically change here in the next few months. And I'm not talking about just this year. But the years to come, because him picking up his 16th technical foul, and in the manner that he did it on Saturday night with Clay Thompson and the ref, has far-reaching effects in this organization that maybe you would have thought on the surface. So we'll get into that in segment number one and see if there's any answer to it. Also, in segment number two, I feel like I foolishly thought if Kevin Durant left the Golden State Warriors, there might be a window open for the Oklahoma City Thunder or somebody else in the West to not only win the conference, but possibly win a championship. But it certainly didn't look that way with what we saw on Saturday night. And we'll talk about why beating Oklahoma City still means so much to the Golden State Warriors and why it still means so much to Kevin Durant. And I'll tell you what was going on in the hallways of the peak after the game with Kevin Durant and his Golden State Warrior teammates. And um, I'll even go back and touch on something that I didn't touch on in Friday's podcast, which I meant to, which is to tell you what uniforms you wanted the Warriors to wear. Hint, they didn't wear them. Uh, But there were two combinations that they could have worn that, I don't know, maybe have helped Oklahoma City out. I don't know that you can stop eight threes in the first half. 
by uh, you wearing certain uniforms or not wearing certain uniforms. But hey, anything GSW could have done to help would have been appreciated. And then finally, we'll talk about Russell Westbrook's hostile takeover of the Oklahoma City Thunder because it's Dwayne Wade's last appearance in the peak. And I'll tell you exactly when Russell Westbrook's hostile takeover happened and some of the far-reaching effects it's had on Oklahoma City, and in particular, Kevin Durant. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am a credentialed member of the media. There's a new website I run called Thunder Maven, and you can get that at thundermaven.net, or actually it's themaven.net slash thunder. Check it out. We post this podcast. We also do video and um Well, what else? Stories from around the web. It's a very cool website, and I'm very excited about where it can go. So check it out, themaven.net slash thunder. The Oklahoma City Thunder cannot win a championship with Russell Westbrook. Yes, I've said it, and I am going to stick to that opinion until Russell Westbrook shows that he can mature and be a leader and exemplify some championship-type behavior. And what does that mean by championship-type behavior? It means swallowing your pride when you don't get the calls and you're not getting treated the way you are so you don't go off and do something boneheaded and hurt your team and have to sit out a game when they're fighting for a playoff spot. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday night as Russell Westbrook will be out for tonight's game with the Miami Heat because the NBA did not rescind that latest technical at 16. So Russ has to send out. The good news is is the Thunder save about $700,000 in luxury tax money, but that's the only good news in all this, and I guarantee you Clay Bennett would gladly pay that to have Russell Westbrook on the floor tonight because the Thunder really are better with him than they are without him unless Russell Westbrook is doing things to put the team in a bad situation. And Saturday night when he went up for that shot and Clay Thompson blocked it, and yes, look, I agree with Russ. Midway through the second quarter, when he took that jumper, Clay Thompson did foul him. I totally agree. But you can't send a message hockey style and go body up Clay underneath the basket right there in front of the refs when it had absolutely nothing to do with the game at that moment. Expect not to get a foul call, and then when you do... Turn around and say something to the refs when you have got a long history, or at least this year, you've racked up the most technical fouls in the NBA and not expect them to retaliate. And the NBA is only going to rescind so many many texts. At some point, they've just got to let you be suspended, sit it out, and hopefully you'll learn your lesson. But the bigger problem with Russell Westbrook not learning his lesson is the fact that there is nobody in this organization that can hold him accountable. Paul George can't hold him accountable. Paul George complains more about the refs, especially off the court. And on the court, he's racked up the text himself. So how are you going to go say anything to Russ? He's just going to call you on your crap, tell you to shut up and mind your own business. Billy Donovan can't do it. Billy Donovan can't do it because, one, we know Sam Presti runs this organization. And Russell Westbrook knows that as well. So if there's any issue with Billy Donovan, Russ is just going to go over his head to Sam Presti. Not only that, Billy doesn't have enough skins on the wall. And you can just tell by the way Billy treats Russell Westbrook with the media in public when he's asked questions about Russell Westbrook's behavior. He almost goes to the point of defending him. In fact, he he, he did defend Russell Westbrook on Saturday night 
saying that he could certainly understand with the inconsistencies of the way that the game is called why Russell Westbrook and Paul George would be frustrated. Billy Donovan then also somewhat backtracked saying that it's up to the Thunder to adjust to how the game's being officiated. But ultimately, he can't. you can't do... He's the face of the organization. He's got more pull and clout than you. And if Russell Westbrook wants Billy Donovan gone, he's gone. That it, It's just that simple. Even if Sam Presti disagrees with it, Sam Presti just signed Russell Westbrook to a Supermax... So he stuck with him for four years, and the last thing you want is disharmony within the organization of your superstar disliking your coach. So you're going to get rid of your coach long before you will your superstar. Plus, when it comes to Russell Westbrook's trade value, and this is big, now that Russell Westbrook has signed that Supermax, and he's hit 30, and because his game is so dependent on his explosiveness, and we are going to watch his skills deteriorate over the next few years, even though Russell Westbrook does a great job of keeping himself in shape and usually this time of year is a little bit stronger than a lot of guys in the NBA, I don't know of many GMs who are going to rush out and go, yeah, I'll give you the house for Russell Westbrook. Not only is he, not only is his game completely dependent on his athleticism that's going to get worse over time, but he's a very temperamental superstar who doesn't like the media who has a reputation of not being able to get along with his teammates, at least according to Kevin Durant, may have been the reason Kevin Durant left. Yeah, what am I giving up for a guy like Russell Westbrook? I don't think I'm delving my toes into that. So Russ holds all the cards. And what Russell Westbrook has to decide is whether or not he wants to be a champion or not. And the way you do that is that when things aren't going your way, Unfortunately, you just got to shut up and take it for a while. The bad calls not coming your way, maybe you not getting the ball in the last few minutes, you having to concede to a guy like Paul George, you having the media asking you tough questions, and then you handle it with sort of a gentlemanly type approach, which will permeate throughout that locker room. And there's no doubt that Russell Westbrook's influence permeates through that locker room. Steven Adams, perfect picture poster example of that. Steven Adams is a guy that used to love to talk to the media. Now Steven Adams can't stand to talk to the media. Steven Adams gives answers much the way Russell Westbrook would give answers. Maybe not with the same sort of Kurt, but they are short. They're not very informative. And it just kind of, you're you're left with an uncomfortable situation thinking, man, I'm not getting anything out of this. So why am I going to stand here and talk to this guy? Russell Westbrook needs to take a summer to figure out just how much winning a championship means to him and figure out that it's not just his play on the court, but it's his attitude that will ultimately make the difference. And when you have a star that you can't hold accountable, I mean, give give the Lakers credit this. At least Jeannie Buss was able to call LeBron James' agent and threaten to trade him and remind him that LeBron James doesn't have a no-trade clause and that they could pull a trigger any time that they wanted to on this, so quit thinking you run the Lakers. Yeah, the Thunder just don't have that luxury with Russell Westbrook. And if he's going to be out of control and put himself into positions where he can't help his team and he's only hurting them, then we as the Thunder fans are going to be extremely disappointed here over these next three years because what we're going to watch is what we have seen 
so much throughout this organization's history, which is unfulfilled potential. It's always been, there's been several years. I mean, you go, but you start with 2012, 2013, 2014, 20. I mean, just right up until Kevin Durant left, every year after 2012, you had hope that the Thunder could win a championship and there was always something there to go wrong. Injuries are one thing, which the Thunder certainly suffered enough or uh, enough of, but this is self inflicted and it's being self inflicted by your biggest superstar. And at some point, Russell Westbrook's got to get a hold of himself and make it stop. And I don't know who he listens to. I I don't know who that guy is inside this organization that can grab him by the lapels and say, do this. Kendrick Perkins used to be that guy. He's gone. Raymond Felton might be that guy because Russ has enough respect for Raymond Felton that he would listen to him. But still, Russ is supposed to be the unquestioned leader of this team. It's ridiculous that he would have to listen to a Raymond Felton when Russ should be completely under control, at least at this point in his career. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, why beating Oklahoma City still means so much to the Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant in particular. We'll talk about that next. The NCAA tournament is the biggest betting event of the year and it gets underway this week. And if you want to have some betting fun, The only place to go is MyBookie. Whether you're filling out a perfect bracket, whether you're trying to just pick national champions, or maybe you're just trying to do the whole first-round upset thing because you know about that Maryland-Baltimore County this year that can upset a one seed, then go to MyBookie. All you have to do is just go to MyBookie, enter the promo code LOCKEDONNBA, and you will get a 50% sign-up bonus. That's the promo code LOCKEDONNBA, and get a 50% sign-up bonus. And the big reason you want to go to MyBookie over just about every other place is because they will pay you. That's the whole goal. They want to be the best in the business. They want to give you the best customer service. So they pay out fast, and I'm talking within 48 hours. So why would you go anyplace else? Well, the answer to that is you wouldn't go anyplace else. You just strictly go to MyBookie. Again, that's MyBookie. Enter the promo code LOCKEDONNBA for a free 50% sign-up bonus Locked on NBA fee free 50% sign up bonus with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget to listen to the Locked On Thunder podcast in your car. All you have to do is ask your smart device to play the Locked On Thunder podcast. It's real easy to do so. Just say, hey, Siri, play Locked On Thunder podcast. Or Siri, play Locked On Dallas Cowboys. Or Locked On Mavericks. Or Locked On Indiana Pacers. Or, hey, Locked On Heat be a good one. 
Um, I'm hearing rave reviews about the latest episode of Locked On Wizards. That would certainly be worth checking out. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, also available at LockedOnPodcast.com. Saturday was a very important win for the Golden State Warriors, as much as it was a very important loss for the Oklahoma City Thunder, for several reasons. This was a huge win for Golden State. First and foremost, just the reaction alone told you it was a big-time win. As Steph Curry was walking off the court on Saturday into the hallways of the peak, and first and foremost, he comes off the court having that smirk on his face, just that the typical Steph Curry smirk with the with, with the mouthpiece hanging out the side of his mouth and that kind of wry smile that he had. But all the support staff that was around him were giving him and all the other players high five that would have knocked off the arm of the average man. And I'm thinking, okay, this is just one of 82 for a team that's probably going to win the NBA championship. Why would this game mean so much to Golden State, especially if this is a team that supposedly doesn't really care if they're the one or two seed at all? Why, why would this mean that much? And then it hit me. For Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Andre Iguodala, all four who won a championship without Kevin Durant, this was the chance to not only put the Thunder back on notice, but put the NBA back on notice that they don't need Kevin Durant to be the best team in the NBA. In fact, when Steph Curry plays and when Kevin Durant doesn't, they are 24-1 and in that situation. This was also a good reminder for the Oklahoma City Thunder, whom have been told or has been reported is the one team in the West that may frighten Golden State. This was a good opportunity for them without Kevin Durant and out having the big four to prove to Oklahoma City, yeah, we don't need him to beat you. You were up three games to one on us, on this pretty much this particular team when you had Kevin Durant and you still couldn't beat us. And it doesn't matter what you do, we're always going to have the upper hand. That is the message that was sent loud and clear on Saturday. And it's not that the Thunder can't match the Warriors' intensity. What the Thunder can't match is pretty much the firepower and to be able to just hit threes at will the way that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson can. And when Klay Thompson starts hitting those threes, one, it completely deflates the Oklahoma City crowd. So if there was any chance of Loud City being able to sort of overtake that game and make the Warriors feel uncomfortable, once Clay started hitting those threes, Oklahoma City fans just go into their shells because it's a reminder of what happened when OKC was up three games to one. Clay killed him, and all the fans can think is, oh, crap, here it comes again. Two, for the Thunder, it's a large reminder of who is going to guard this guy. And Billy Donovan chose to have Paul George guard Andre Iguodala. And he told me prior to the game that the reason he was doing that is because Iggy was going to guard Paul George. And it was just a lot harder to make those switches on guys that were guarding you versus guys that weren't guarding you. When I would have thought it would have just made more logical sense to figure out a way to match up Paul on Clay Thompson to make life just a little bit more difficult than him because Terrence Ferguson isn't experienced enough to make sure that Clay Thompson isn't going to 
isn't going to hit hit those threes with as much ease as he was on Saturday night. Okay, I, I didn't like that decision by Billy, but I'll give but I'll give him this. He's coached basketball a hell of a lot longer than I have, so I'm going to assume that he knows what he's doing. I even told him that Saturday night before the game. It's like, you know what? That's why you coach. That's why I don't. And for Kevin Durant, it's a very meaningful game still because Kevin Durant still feels the bitterness that Oklahoma City Thunder fans felt at him. And that was on display Saturday night in the hallways of the peak when he was giving five to every one of his teammates who came in. So if you think Kevin Durant has distanced himself from this team, which we've all been told, isn't that the reports? Kevin Durant's distancing himself from Golden State. He's already on his way out. Saturday night, it didn't look that way. Kevin Durant was just as emotional as anyone that played in that game and certainly looked like he was just as thrilled as anyone who played in that game that Golden State won. And that would tell me, one, maybe Kevin Durant isn't as close to leaving Golden State as we originally thought, And two, um, whatever we have done to Kevin Durant, which, okay, let's face it, we all know what we've done to Kevin Durant. I mean, burning his jerseys, booing him, calling him cupcake, etc. Still stings with him so much that even if he's not playing, he loves to watch us lose. He loves to watch Thunder fans and this Thunder organization have misery. And what I think is very interesting and telling about Kevin Durant here over these next few months about whether or not he is going to stay with Golden State is he's moving into mogul stage, starting the boardroom on ESPN, starting all these projects uh, a la LeBron James. And does that matter more to him than winning games? And if you're getting Kevin Durant, are you getting a guy that is committed to continuing to win championships? Are you getting a guy that is thinking more about the future and life after basketball And is he going to put more into that or on the court? And for Golden State, if you saw the way that they played, they were still loose. They were still confident. Um, They were still giving Oklahoma City all sorts of hard times whenever they would hit whenever they would hit those shots. But for Golden State, if you know, if if I'm Steve Kerr, one, I'm making amends with, with Draymond Green. I'm not letting that get out of hand. I'm focusing all my attention on Clay Thompson to try and get him the max, and I'm shoring it up because I believe that that team, as it is now, and you can probably still bring Boogie back for a short-term deal on a reduced salary because he hasn't produced enough this year, despite his game on Saturday and the game prior to that, that you've got a good enough core there to be better than everybody in the West and still win a championship. And I think those guys, without Kevin Durant, without the specter of him and his drama and his him being a mogul and social you know, social media and burner accounts and all that, makes them happier, makes them a more fun basketball team. And it's certainly, I think they enjoy being each other, being around each other more. And that Kevin is kind of the outlier on all that. Um, he still may be emotional with his team as he was on Saturday, but I, I really honestly, he really, if you think about it, and this is what I guess I'm trying to say is he can't be one of the group because he hasn't been there long enough to really be one of the guys. And if he is on his way out, it may be the worst thing for the West because you're talking about a more cohesive Golden State unit, which is not anything we need. <laughs> 
not not anything any of the West needs in order to feel like they've got a shot at winning the West. Wow, addition by subtraction with Kevin Durant. Can you imagine that? Yeah, maybe not as good because of the the difference Durant can make in the playoffs when the other guys aren't hitting, but still, um, it's a well-oiled machine, and sometimes when guys enjoy playing together more, they can be even more deadly. God, don't even want to think about that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next... I'll tell you exactly when Russell Westbrook took over the Oklahoma City Thunder, and it was a hostile takeover. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you like this podcast, please let me know. Or if you don't like it, please let me know. At G-E-E-H-S-O or at Locked On Thunder. I would love to get your feedback on this show and um, any of the other past shows that we have done. And please listen in your car. All you have to do is tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Dwayne Wade is making his final appearance in the peak tonight. And for me, it conjured up memories of 2012. And while everyone will talk about Dwayne Wade's impact on the the Thunder, I want to talk about 2012's impact on the Thunder. Because in game four, of the NBA Finals is when Russell Westbrook made the hostile takeover of the Oklahoma City Thunder organization. First and foremost, he scored over 40 points in that game, had 38 points in 37 minutes, and Kevin Durant didn't have a bad game himself. But if you remember, all the talk going into that game was Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook's hurting the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Russ went out with a mission. To not only keep the Thunder in the NBA Finals, but prove to everyone that he can certainly carry a team and be that Jordan-Kobe-type superstar that could lead a team to a Finals win. And he could put a team on his back and didn't necessarily need a guy like Kevin Durant to have a good night to do it. And when that happened, the talk certainly changed around Russell Westbrook. It went from him hurting the Thunder to him maybe being more clutch and having more guts and more dog than Kevin Durant, which you had to know irritated Durant to no freaking end. And, 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 I, and I say that as an opinion, but I also say it because what's manifested itself after that is some of the things what Kevin Durant is saying and some of the attitudes that he's displayed since he's left Oklahoma City certainly leads me to believe that Durant got very sensitive and another thing that hammered the Oklahoma City or hammered that home to Oklahoma City Thunder fans was when Russ got hurt that very next year. And Kevin Durant and Reggie Jackson could not lead the Thunder past the Memphis Grizzlies and keep them in contention in the Western Conference playoffs. When Russell Westbrook suffered his knee injury and set out 36 games the year after that, and Kevin Durant showed us all that he could be the MVP. If the Thunder were committed to KD at that moment, that's when the talks should have gotten serious about trading Russell Westbrook, keeping Reggie Jackson, trying to have somebody be a more typical 
traditional type point guard that could have played with Kevin Durant and you could have kept him around and you wouldn't be in the situation you are now where Russell Westbrook has a complete hold of this organization. Not that it's necessarily a bad thing. The Thunder is still winning a lot of games. Westbrook's an MVP. And despite everything I said in the first segment, Russ still has time to turn things around and be that championship player. But the night it all changed was a 48-minute period in Game 4 of the NBA Finals, which the Miami Heat eventually won to go on to take a three-games-to-one lead in that series and leave the Oklahoma City Thunder in the current state they are now. Everything that night changed. And I know I'm, I'm wrapping it up here in like five minutes to talk about that, but I feel we could do a whole show on all those branches that I just talked about. And maybe that's one that we say for the summer. But ultimately, what it comes down to this is that the Thunder live and die with Russell Westbrook. And unless Russell Westbrook changes some big-time habits of his in these next few months, then the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be a team that doesn't win a championship. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back to break down the Miami Heat game and look ahead to this homestand coming up on the next episode. And, oh, real quick, Golden State. I I mentioned those jerseys. Um, Really what we needed Golden State to do was wear their City Edition jerseys and their Classic Edition uniforms. Either one of those City Edition or Classic because they were sub-500 in those two combinations on the road. Everything else, they're above 500, and then they busted out the home white. So thanks for that, Golden State. And you knew Golden State knew that going in because they put that in their media guide. Yeah, well, uh, we were going to wear these. No, screw that. We're wearing our whites. We won't. <laughs> Just keep adding to our misery. Keep pouring salt in that wound. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.